Minnesota Moderate Man podcast. No politics involved. We want to thank you again for joining us on this wonderful part two episode of Club Life. We are going to dive deep into what the club is all about. Talking to two former staff members, two former club kids. They are Jade and Michelle. We're going to start all the way from Nashville, Tennessee. Hey, Jade. I am so honored to be here. I'm so happy that you thought of me. I uh, moved to Georgia in 13 and met my now fiance, and we moved to Tennessee three years ago and opened up a restaurant here right outside of Nashville. And um, we've been here ever since and pretty much kind of kicking butt and taking names with this craziness of the pandemic and stuff. Um, But my connection is I was a club kid for a long time and was really influenced by a lot of the staff there and became a staff member right after I graduated high school, which was the most fun job I've ever had still to this day. That's awesome to hear. And that's so cool because uh, I had an opportunity to work with Jade for for a few different years, I would think, right? I think four four years, Jade, uh, which was which is a cool opportunity. So uh, we really appreciate you being on the podcast today, taking time out of your day to tell us a little bit about your adventure. And now we're gonna go to Michelle. I know Michelle and Jade know each other very well. Hi, good, thank you for having us. You bet. So I, my name is Michelle. I currently live um, in Blaine, Minnesota, right outside of Minneapolis. I, for the past three years, have been an elementary school teacher down in the cities. Before that, I went to grad school for higher ed, so I was in Kansas for a while, Buffalo, New York for a while, and now I think I'm back in the Twin Cities to stay. But how I started with the Boys and Girls Club is I was a club member um, from the age of 6 to 18. I started working at the club when I was 15. Um, I worked there all throughout high school in Duluth, and then even in the summers in between college, I came back and worked for the summers, and I actually also worked for a few years down at the Twin Cities Boys and Girls Club. So the club, again, has not left you, Michelle, it seems like. You've been connected to the club even after you moved away from the club up here. Cool. Well, thanks again, girls. We are very, very excited because I think this is just an opportunity to to really dive deep about the impact that the clubs have had on on people. And I think as I talked about in a previous podcast and upcoming podcasts, I'll be talking about the same type of thing as well, getting people's different perspectives and about talking about the world's largest youth serving organization. I mean, that's a pretty cool thing to be able to think that you were a part of. So my first question, I'm gonna go kind of back and forth, but we'll start with Jade again and Jade, We're going to start right away, maybe talking about what brought you into the doors, right? The blue door, the blue door of the Boys and Girls Club. What brought you into the club, Jade? Surprise! It's Michelle. (laughs) Um, I moved back to Minnesota Minnesota (laughs) when I was right in the middle of second grade. And so everybody was pretty much established and knew the routine. And so I was appointed a buddy and Michelle was my second grade appointed buddy when I moved back. And so she really introduced me a lot of to the routine and then to the after school programs at the Boys and Girls Club as well. So I was very fortunate to have her on my side throughout all of it. So you have a great connection to Michelle. So Michelle, you you were the one that recruited Jade into the club. Is that true, Michelle? 
That is true. Jade didn't really have a choice after our um, teacher appointed us as buddies. <laughs> she had to follow me and I showed her everything. So at first she didn't have a choice, but then I think she loved it and decided to stay. Well, that's the whole beauty of it, right, girls? That's the whole beauty of, of what we do, because we see a lot of times in the clubs, we see, you know, new members coming in. I mean, I know both of you have seen it, new members coming in and their friend that's already a club kid is 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 maybe dragging them through the doors or just say just try it one day and a lot of times as jade had said she never left she's she's a clubber jade you're a clubber for life right a clubber for life yeah very cool and of course uh jade has that enthusiasm right in her voice still and that is i think what many people remember her for jade <laughs> I, I miss so, to use my energy in in this kind of fun environment <laughs> I will say. Well, we'll bring that back. We'll bring that back, Jade. I love it. I love that you can you can still bring that energy. You know, but I can see you still doing that in your work today. I can I can still see that you would do that, right? Pump the crowd up a little bit. Yeah, you you gotta. If you're not having fun, like kind of, what's the point? You know? exactly. And fun is about it's about uh, one of the elements of a boys and girls club, and that is the beauty of of clubs. And so, Michelle, let's start with you really quick. When we talk about fun, when we talk about those moments. Uh, what is a moment that you remember that just was so much fun? Is there one moment? Probably, I, I know there's thousands of moments, but is there one moment that you can think about right now that was just fun? Oh my goodness, you're putting me on the spot. <laughs> um, like you said, there are there are thousands. Um, I think one of the memories that stands out to me the most, this is kind of a bigger one. So I know we'll probably talk about some of like the smaller moments as well, but um, I think it was my sophomore year when um, I was part of the youth of the year program. We actually got to go down to come down to the cities. Um, we went to a twins game and all of the candidates for youth of the year were able to go out um, on the field and we were like waving to the crowd and everything and we also got to meet um, Michael Kudair who at the time was a twin and he became my favorite twin <laughs> and so that was a huge experience for me because I never really had the chance to get you know out of Duluth or out of our little neighborhood and so that is something that really stands out to me as one of the big uh, big fun moments that I've had at the club. So that's an opportunity that maybe you would never had had happened to you to meet a Minnesota twin player if you were not a club kid. Right, Michelle? Exactly. Yep. Exactly. And that is the beauty of boys and girls club are those opportunities. So Jade, what about you? We think about fun and I know that of course I worked with both of you and Jade, what is a, what is a fun moment? Cause I know you like to have fun, right? Both of you do, but Jade, what is a fun moment that you remember right now? I always go back to the limo ride. I just had such a blast as the staff that got picked to be uh, on the limo ride with all the kids. And I refer back to it all the time. It's still the first and only time I've ever been in a limo. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. And so like, I don't know, I just felt like so fancy and they have like the kids around and to just do like one-on-one -on -one time was always like my favorite kind of part of being at the Boys and Girls Club when I had those opportunities to be like one-on-one. -on -one. So this was like a small group of kids that had that opportunity. And for me, it was like, <laughs> I was a kid again in this limo with them. And I always think of that moment, like when we all got out, got to take a picture. They're like, can we just get back in and keep going? I'm like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> I do remember that limo ride. That's right. That was part of a what we call a kudos celebration. And those kids earned that based on their their behavior, based on positive behavior, which was which was a great incentive. I remember I think I remember asking 
maybe what staff would want to go. And it, of course, Jade, it was like, uh, me, <laughs> no, I, you earned it, of course. And cause you know, I, I actually, I think the staff, I think the kids requested you in that situation, Jade, I think it was, I don't think I asked the staff. I think they did too. And that's kind of, I think why I always have such a, like a fond think back on that moment because I felt really special. Just like, I, I don't know, made a little bit of an impact, you know, it was. And that's the whole point of, of those types of moments. I think it's the impact because the kids, kids will remember that. I mean, I have those pictures still, and I'm sure you have many pictures of those of those moments at the Boys and Girls Club as well. In the limo, you took a limo ride through the Boys and Girls Club. And Jay, maybe someday you'll take a limo ride again, and who knows if it'll be as fun, but let's cherish those moments, right, girls? Cherish those moments that you experienced at the Boys and Girls Club. So another opportunity, of course, that, that or or another element, excuse me, I would should say, at the Boys and Girls Club is what we call opportunities. And an opportunity that you uh, had, you can think of, what opportunity really kind of opened your eyes to really what the Boys and Girls Club was about? What what opportunity, maybe as, a, maybe as a staff member, maybe as a club member, what opportunity really opened up your eyes about that place that really started to connect to your heart? Anybody want to start? Michelle, how about you? I'll, we'll go with you, Michelle. Okay, um... This is almost related to my first one, but um, something I remember that I had a lot of opportunities to do were lots of different public speeches. So I would talk to, I think, the city council. They even used to bring kids um, down to the state capitol to talk to, like, the legislators and stuff about how much the club means to you. And I think sometimes as a kid, you're just living through it, you know, like, this is so fun. Like, I love these people. But you asked about, you know, it really opened your eyes. And so I think when I was able to get out and speak about the club, people already knew about it. They knew the impact that the club was having. And so it was even more special to be able to be another person to talk about, this is what the club does for me. This is how important it is. And um, just talking to legislators and city council leaders, they knew how important it was for the club and they wanted to support us. And they loved hearing those um those moments and so it was a good opportunity for me to get to know do public speaking and get to meet other people but then it just also showed how expansive the boys and girls club mission is and how much everybody cares about it and wants to support it and so that really opened my eyes like wow this is something way bigger it's not just you know we go there have fun it really is making a huge impact and people in the world know about it and that's the best way to put it is making those uh, opportunities to tell to others to really show that the impact is there. And that's what the beauty of the Boys and Girls Club is all about. So thank you for sharing that. And that is, I've heard that story many times and obviously different ways that it's explained, but how that opportunity has has given them new skills, new talents, and new ways to open up your eyes. So what about you, Jade? What What is something that in terms of the opportunity that you were able to receive and to experience that really opened up your eyes to what the Boys and Girls Club was about. It's going to sound super cheesy, but like everything that I got to do as a kid was an opportunity for me through the Boys and Girls Club. A lot of things that I think back on that I fell in love with as a kid there, I would not have had the opportunity at all if I wasn't at the Boys and Girls Club. I think back on like there was a photography program that we did and we had like a full dark room and I got super into like developing my own pictures and like using this the real dark room and like all these, you know, different chemicals and stuff to create these pictures. And I had the opportunity to like enter a picture into like a small contest and I went up, I wound up winning and it was just 
something I never would have, I still to this day, I mean, people don't do like darkroom photos anymore or, you know, these kind of like old school traditions that I really miss that I don't think I would have had the opportunity to do as, as a, a kid in general. That's a really great point. I mean, that's what the Boys and Girls Club does. They provide these these programs that really maybe provide this chance for you to do something that you would never have another chance ever to do or or have that opportunity to experience that new skill or whatever that may be. And that's so cool. I love that you brought up the photography program as well, because a lot of these kids would never maybe even had a chance to experience photography unless they were in your program experiencing that at the moment. So thank you for sharing that. So now we, uh, we, uh, we can turn to some other moments at the club that really are a part of your everyday life working at the club. So what I want you to do right now is I want you to think about maybe a moment that really just gave you this this feeling inside and again a lot of these questions kind of come together in a lot of ways but think about a feeling inside that you had that just was so amazing that was maybe maybe amazing maybe funny maybe maybe nerve-wracking i don't know think about something that you experienced at the boys and girls club that as a staff that really gave you uh just an awe or that you learned so much. Again, it might be a little bit of the same what we just talked about, but I want you to think about that. Anybody want to start? What do you, what do you think? Um, I can think of one when I was a staff. So one of my favorite parts about being a staff member and a kid actually was running the Smart Girls program. And we had one night, I think it was part of National Boys and Girls Club Week, where my Smart Girls at the time, we hosted a spa night um it was like a spa slash healthy habits slash hygiene night and so it took a lot of work for us to come together um and i just i can picture it right now like the kids they made these um poster boards about like how to take care of yourself healthy foods to eat and here are these kids like nine and ten um speaking out to all the other girls at the club like being leaders and then they were doing face masks and painting nails and i think we had healthy snacks and things like that but that was such a big moment for me because um, it kind of led, <laughs> think about thinking about now being a teacher, you know, putting things together and teaching the kids and having them explain things to each other. It was kind of a, min a mini teacher moment as well, but the girls were so proud. Um, they spent so much time working on their posters and practicing what they were going to say to each other, to the other kids. And it was just the whole club came together. And so I think that was one of the biggest moments that, um, I felt like I really made an impact and um, sometimes when I'm still in contact with some of those girls today, they're like 21 now, but they still remember that too. And so I think that was something that's really special to me that I think about. Well, of course, if they're remembering that so many years after, of course, that is definitely a great way to show how the impact of, of the moment, not just the moment, but of course, the experience that they had with you at the Boys and Girls Club, which is absolutely an amazing feeling. So thank you for that. That's, that's, uh, that's the best part of the part of the gig of, of talking about Boys and Girls Club. We can, we can talk about those specific moments. So what about you, Jay? Is there something that you remember in specific to, uh, that had an awe moment, a, a moment of, of that feeling that the impact or whatever that may be. 
Yes, always. I mean, like every moment, but I, for me, it was always these like tough situations that always turn themselves around. So for me, it was like, everybody knows I have a lot of energy and sometimes energies can clash. And so I had gotten into a little headbutt situation with one of the kids there and it turned into a thing where we kind of just had to step away from each other. We went into the office and we had like a private conversation and it wound up being like a 45 minute conversation. And we were like headbutting on things that really didn't have to do with anything. You know what I mean? It was just like a kid kind of not throwing a tantrum, but like having a bad day. Everybody has a bad day. And he was having a bad day. I was having a bad day. And we just decided to talk it out. It wound up into this huge, like 45 minute conversation. It got really like heart to heart. It was, and then at the end of it, it was like, he gave me a hug. And from then on out, he did like every program that I ran. And he was always on like his greatest behavior. And if like something was happening, he, instead of like throwing a tantrum, he would ask me to go into like the office to have a conversation instead of acting out. And so for me to have an impact on a kid that instead of, you know, having a bad day would instead come to me and, and want to talk it through instead of acting out was for me, that was like one of my first heartfelt moments where I'm like, I'm never going to forget this moment and really feeling like a part of the team and that I'm making an impact on you know, that's huge. That is definitely a, a big part of uh, the Boys and Girls Club are those moments, especially in, in in dealing with those behavior issues, whether that be a positive behavior, of course, or those uh, those challenging behaviors at the Boys and Girls Club. And that is that is great to hear that you can talk about that and you can and showcase essentially how that changed you and how, of course, that impacted not only the young person, but the what the club is about. So thank you very much for that. So what is, we, we talk about the Boys and Girls Club and we talk about, of course, the opportunities. And one of the greatest opportunities that I think are those field trips, those those opportunities that we get to go beyond the the walls of the Boys and Girls Club with our club kids and, and, and experience something that maybe they never experienced, that you never experienced. Is there a place, a field trip that you just, could go back right now and still want to, to do that with the club kids if you had a chance. But is there a, a, a specific field trip that you remember that, uh, and maybe not even as a staff, maybe as a club kid, when you experienced that? Michelle, what about you? Um, I have two. <laughs> One of them, um, this is kind of funny because back when I was a club kid, I always said, I hate nature. I don't like nature. Like, <laughs> keep me inside. But we did camping trips. Um, and my family growing up, like, we never did any, like, family trips or anything like that. And so I had never even been camping. And so just going, I can't remember, we went to, like, a state park um, and did camping. We actually set up our tent. Um, we didn't have any, like, Wi-Fi or anything. And so that was a huge experience for me because, um, like I said, I would never, and even since then, I have never even done real camping. And so I think that camping trip um I think that was as a teen. I know they did it with younger kids as well, but I'm, the one I'm thinking about was when I was a teen. Um, but that was a huge thing that I still look back at and joke at. Um, about I survived nature like I did that. <laughs> um, but then I think another big one was just when they had the members of the month every month. Um, the kids got to go to the Radisson restaurant, like the one that spins up at the top. And you got to bring, I think, like three friends and a staff member. And that was so fun because I know for me, I had never been there and all the kids too had never been there. So just being able to feel like you're going to a fancier place and, um, you know, ordering and all of that. I think that is something that um, was really special for kids and staff as well. Cause it was something similar. The kids had to pick who, what staff they wanted to bring. And um, that was a lot of fun, I think. Yeah, that spinning restaurant, that is definitely a, a spot that I know that that was a, a, a very popular venue for for the clubs 
especially uh, the teens for many, many years. And I'm not sure, Michelle, if they still do that, but I know that definitely was a, a spot that they uh, loved to go to. And, and it's, it's great to be able to bring those memories up as well. And so you were not a camping person years ago, you said? I was not. I said, keep me away from nature, but I was convinced to go and I ended up loving it. And I probably wouldn't have ever done that without the Boys and Girls Club, for sure. That's definitely very uh, thematic in terms of what the, what the clubs can do in terms of uh, uh, providing them with opportunities, places that, hey, I would never have thought I would like this. But now that the clubs have given me this opportunity, that is is the beauty of it. So uh, Jade is, again, I was just talking to Jade, and then the beauty of technology is sometimes uh, we, we got to go with the flow. And I know Jade is is is, is down in, down south in Tennessee. Uh, Jade, you were cutting out before, but I, uh, I think that we might have figured out the problem. We were still able to understand you. So, and again, if you were listening and you're listening to the podcast, um, sometimes technology can, can not always go in our favor. And that's uh, just a part of it. So, all right, Jade, you're up. What do you think? What is what is a field tip that you remember as a club kid, as as maybe a member uh, or a staff member, excuse me, that that had a lot to do with uh, showing impact? It's really funny because I thought of three and two of them are very similar to Michelle's because as a kid for me, going to the Radisson was a big deal. And I had the privilege of being one of the staff members that did Kids Versus Wild. And I had the opportunity to take teens on a backpacking excursion. And we did two full days out in nature, two nights. It was like five mile hike the first day, set up camp, another four miles the next day, set up camp, and then the hike back to the van. And I had the kids pushing me to make it through. I did not think I would be able to finish that hike, but they really, the kids really took initiative on that. And I am very proud of them for it because I was super pumped going in and halfway through, I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to finish this. You guys, we're going to have to turn around right now. <laughs> and they're like, no, you're going to keep going. And I did, I pushed through and I'm super grateful that I did that. I became a stronger person after it. I guess my second one would be the Michigan trip too, that we did with Kudos. Um, that was like the second time I'd ever got to leave the state of Minnesota in general. So it was like a really big deal for me to kind of do this road trip with a lot of our, our kids and have that again, one-on-one -on -one kind of time with them. And that was a really great opportunity for me. Yeah. That Michigan trip was, was a lot of fun. That was, uh, I think many of our club kids in that, in that trip never had a chance, even maybe even go out of, out of their local community and then let alone go into three States in one day from, from, uh, Minnesota, Wisconsin to Michigan and Michigan was an opportunity to really have a good time man we went to uh, I, I think we went to some waterfalls we man i'm trying to think what else we did there were so many things that we did i i do you, I don't, i'm not sure if you remember the paulding light um in in paulding michigan where that mystery light happened jay do you remember that i do that was awesome i think about it all the time <laughs> yeah i remember us getting eaten by mosquitoes and just having not being miserable but like oh we gotta stay here and see this it was worth it. Yeah, that was actually on the, uh, I think, the Mystery Channel. It was, it made the news many, many times. Uh, there's been, like, the Mythbusters have been there to really try to say, you know, what is this light? And I still have club kids that I that I keep in touch with that talk about that trip that, that still think that we should have a reunion Michigan trip <laughs> as, as these older people <laughs> to go. Uh, maybe someday we could have a, when we're all adults, we, or we're, we're adults, but, you know, when they're officially adults, to do a reunion trip that'd be fun so opportunities are, are are amazing and the boys and girls club of course provides many of those impactful moments but let's talk about something that that uh that obviously we all have 
to do with is those embarrassing moments, an embarrassing moment that you as a staff member remember, and 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 maybe uh, we call it an oopsie-daisy moment, but a place, and I know we've, we've talked about this before, so hopefully you both are prepared with some great answers, but um, what is a moment that you remember at the Boys and Girls Club that you just said, said to yourself, man, what did I do, or what was that all about? And of course, it's it's important to laugh at yourself. I know I know all both of you can do that, uh, and I can as well. So, Michelle, do you remember a, an embarrassing moment? A moment that. Yeah. <laughs> so I actually. I, all I right, go for it, Michelle. Um, so this was when I was working at the Goldberg site. Um, we, I think it was Smart Girls again. We were able to have um, a Smart Girls sleepover. Um, and so I remember we went to, I can't remember the place in Canal Park, like Adventure Zone, I think. And we played laser tag, did all the games and things like that. Um, and then we were able to do um, ice skating down on the ice rink and we had pizza, all that. So that's another thing about like the opportunities. But during the night at one point, I'm pretty sure we had like a silly string fight. Um, <laughs> and this is kind of funny because I think the next day, Todd, who's like the leader, the CEO or whatever, he came in. And I think he found out yeah. the silly string because <laughs> we forgot some, like we missed cleaning some up or something. Um, yes. And I think he was not very happy <laughs> about that because I don't know if it got on like the rock climbing wall or got on like the carpet or something. But um, I remember he was not um, very happy about that. And I was a little embarrassed that we didn't clean it up. And so I was like, oops, but we had fun. So <laughs> it was worth it. In my opinion. Well, you know, at the end of the day, we bought it, of course. Uh, I know, I know Todd would be listening uh, when, when it is published. Todd will be listening to this. But I, you know, yes. And Todd, so if you're listening, God bless you. Right, right, Michelle. Yes. <laughs> Todd does probably. I, I think Todd has mentioned that years after, or a few years after, when we talked about that, when we wanted to do some sort of lock in, it was like, okay, now no silly string. Make sure that you clean up afterwards uh, as well. But lucky that carpet wasn't too. It was that really like that really. Um, it wasn't like a very. I, I, I don't even know how to describe that carpet, but it was very easy to vacuum. So. No worries, yeah. Michelle. <laughs> oh, of course. Time. The thing is, too, you know what? At the end of the day, you know, I, there was one time when I was a director, uh, there was times where I'd be so on edge because I needed to make sure that everybody was doing everything correctly. But then at the end of the day, when I started going years into being a director, I was like, you know what? If the kids are having fun and nobody was hurt, guess what? It's all good. That's the whole point of it, right? Right. And I was young at the time. I was a young staff. Exactly. So, so, so Jade, what about you? Is there is there a moment that you remember that uh, was embarrassing? Uh, was embarrassing was uh, just something that you could laugh at yourself with? Definitely. Mine's a little bit more unconventional, I feel like. And it was more when I was a kid at the club instead of a staff member. It was back when we had the pool. And we you would change in the locker rooms. And I was I was a bad kid. Tell them, Michelle. I was butthead. Anywho, so I played a small prank. <laughs> I was a butthead. I can't, I, I look back and laugh now, but there was one day I played a prank. I shut off the lights for a second in the ladies' locker room. Ouch, ouch. And it, Tim got very upset. And he wanted, or it was, I think, Eric, actually, Chamberlain at the time. And he wanted to ban me from the club. He kicked me out. And I was super embarrassed. I just cried about it. I walked to a different park, and I sat there, and I cried, and I cried, and I cried. I was too embarrassed to even call my mom to pick me up. And Eric came and found me, and he hunted me down, and he, he apologized for overreacting and told me I was able to come back, but I needed to take a break. 
But for me, that second opportunity was a huge learning thing for me. It was not only like I made a mistake, but I can give other people second chances as well. So that was like really embarrassing for me, but it was a big learning moment. Well, at least you can be honest and <laughs> and say you were, uh, what did you call yourself, a butthead? Is that what you just said? A butthead is an understatement for me as a child, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least, Michelle, uh, at least Jade, you can be honest uh, about yourself. And, and, and look, at you were almost banned from the club. That would have probably been on Michelle's shoulders since she brought you to the club. Right, Michelle? Don't say that. <laughs> No, I'm just joking. I didn't make her decisions for her. <laughs> no, exactly. No, I'm just messing. That 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 is a joke. But but no, that's uh, that's interesting because you know, as staff members, we probably all made those. I mean, I did. I I've 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 reacted to some things as as a younger staff member, you know, as a director, and then you go back and like, wait a minute, I I need to talk this out with them. You know, maybe I was in a moment where I was just frustrated. And, and of course, that's cool that, that he came and found you, Jade, and was able to say, okay, hold on. I apologize, but here's, here's the next steps. That's commendable. Um, so let's talk about, let's talk about staff. So, so Jade, this is a, this is a great way to lead into the next question. So you talked about Tim, you talked about Eric in, in that last story. So is there a staff member, of course, that you obviously had a, a great connection with that had an impact on you that you can still talk about to this day. Jade, we'll start with you. There's so many. I always wanted to become a staff as a kid because of the impact that the staff that worked there when I was a kid. Um, Tim is a really big one for me. Eric Chamberlain is a really big one. Um, Lori Feebiger, Jan, um, all very big impacts in my life. I think about them often and I still am like kind of friends with some of them on Facebook. But as a staff member too, there was a lot of people that really had a big impact on me as well. Um, Emily, for sure, Steph, um, were super encouraging to work with. They definitely helped me out a lot when I was feeling a little overwhelmed sometimes. They really redirected me. Um, so I just feel very, very grateful for pretty much every staff that I've ever worked with has been just amazing. Well, that's a great attitude to have when you think about it. You know, you can, you can really connect with all of those staff members and in different moments that you were not only just a club kid that staff connected with you, but when you actually became a staff member, right? And you and you were the one making those changes in young people's life, but you also were able to show moments that you needed support, which we all do, and then you could connect with those staff. So that's that's commendable, and and and, and I respect that very much. So Michelle, what about you? You were also uh, you were also a club kid. Is there a staff member? that you had an impact uh, from? Oh, I have a whole list next to me. <laughs> I think um, I think when I was a kid, there was just such a great group. There was Pat, there was Lori, Jan, Tim, um, Jess, Rob. We didn't talk about Rob yet. Um, so many that um, just, they were the reason why I came to the club. I was so excited to see them. Um, some of them, even when I visit Duluth or I try to, you know, connect with them or visit them once in a while. So definitely they have made an impact on me. Um, and then there was a time when I was a staff as well. There was a huge, like such a great group of people that we worked with. There's like Michaela, Kayla, Steph, Emily, Alicia, Pam it was just such a great group because um, I had mentioned earlier, I became a staff when I was like 15 or 16. And so there's me a little high schooler working with these like college girls that I thought were so cool. And so I was a staff with them, but I also looked up to them at the same time and they kind of took me in and um, we just had such a great working relationship. And I think that 
made such an impact on the kids too because we were so happy with our job and with our coworkers and so it was just such a great environment but like I said I still um talk to them keep in touch and that's the thing about the club is the relationships are honestly going to last forever so that was something really special that I've taken away from the club. You know, it's almost like the Academy Awards. When you win an award, you have all this list of people to thank. <laughs> and <it's> your... <laughs> I know. I'm like, if I... <laughs> and, and that's awesome. I just love hearing that because, uh, you know, going and leading into this, as, as I was contacting other staff members to to set up more uh, podcast journeys to to talk with current staff that are still working there and, and previous staff. And, and it's funny to reminisce. And it really is. I love the nostalgic feeling of the good old days. I do. I, I do. I and mean, there's days that some days I, I love what I do now. I, I know both of you are very passionate about your work. You, you said that. But there are days I wish I could go back and work at the club uh, at, at times. I mean, I'm comfortable with my decision. But but it, there are times when when we could go back. So one of the greatest things that that the clubs offer are the programs right there are five core program areas now i'm going to put you both in the spot can anybody name those five core program areas that the boys and girls club have i'm not gonna Mom, michelle could you do it jay what about you okay nope <laughs> just well jay's on the art one is the art all right michelle come on you're on the spot let's go okay i got it the art yes one um Leadership or something? Leadership? Is it it's just char leadership? character is and leadership. I think, they, I think it changed though, but yeah, okay. it, it, character and leadership. Okay, is college and career readiness? Is that still one? Um, yeah, that that could be considered under, um, yeah, there's career and yeah, character <laughs> and leadership. Uh, now you're putting me on the spot. Hold on, now I'm doubting myself. And I think that they're I like healthy habits or something, and then. Yeah, healthy lifestyles. Healthy lifestyles. Yeah, I don't know if I know all of them. <laughs> So yeah, there's like education. So education and career development is one. Uh, you have the arts. You have uh, health and life skills. You have sports, fitness, and rec fitness and recreation, and then character and leadership. So so again, every club might name them differently, but those are the five five core program areas. So so under the five core program areas, it, it, of course, you run these programs, right? You have maybe you know club nationwide programs that clubs run. But you also have the beauty of, of, of trusting in your staff members to be able to design and implement these programs, right? So what is a program that you remember running that just was, you were proud of, you, you just had a great time with? What is a program, and we'll start with Jay, what is a program that you remember that just had just, oh man, maybe the popularity around it? What do you remember, Jade? I pretty much looked forward to every one I got to run because I kind of got to pick them. So they were all things I was super interested in. But for me, girls' gym sticks out the most. Um, it was really nice to kind of just get the ladies in there one hour of the week and have the opportunity to do whatever we wanted. Um, but, you know, the boys kind of take over the gym and the teens do day to day. So we had a lot of fun getting to listen to girly music and do whatever. We double dutch, jump rope, mats. We did the um, parachute a lot. For that one, it was just like literally running around having fun. But I think the cooking program that I, I ran had the most impact on me. That one filled up every time. I really felt good about doing it. And I felt like the kids actually, and really took something away from it. I, I really hope that it was something that they could go home and do. Even in, you know, even the younger kids that really can't cook, it wasn't a whole lot of like dangerous things. It wasn't knife work, ovens and stuff. It was just kind of easy microwavable things that kids can do at home when they're hungry, when there's nobody around, if they needed it. And for me, I really felt like I was able to make an impact in that way. And we still had a lot of fun doing it. 
Well, of course, you, you provided a whole bunch of just different elements there, not just the fun aspect of it, but giving them skills. And hopefully they were able to take those skills, which I know they were able to take those skills home and be able to, to put those into practice. I remember many times you running that program and having to turn away kids and kids being disappointed and, and, and not able to to join your program, which is which is a good problem to have, right? It's a good problem to have, Jade. Yeah, I felt bad too. I just started a, a list for the next week and the ones that didn't get to join were the first ones that were able to join the week after. And I hope that kept everybody kind of even as well. <laughs> right, that's a good point, I like that. Yeah, it's a good problem, but of course you uh, your heart was invested in that as well. So very much respect. So uh, Michelle, now on to you. What, what program, Michelle, do you remember that was just a blast. So one of the biggest ones was Smart Girls. I already talked about that a little bit, though, and that was one of the kind of club-wide programs. But another one that I was able to do, um, kind of create on my own, was my Spanish program. And so I was taking Spanish in high school. Um, I took it in college as well, and I studied abroad and all of that. And so I had a little bit of knowledge to share with the kids. But that was so fun because every week I would have a theme, like, Today we're talking about food, or today we're talking about colors, or today we're talking about clothes. Um, and so I just remember, like, on the week we talked about clothing, I would bring in a bunch of my clothes, and, like, the kids would label it, and then they'd, like, put it on. And my mom um, used to run a daycare, so she had a bunch of, like, toy food. So I'd bring all the food, and they'd have to, like, serve little meals with each other, like, practicing the names of the food. And so I think it was just we had a fun, different way to practice something each week. And um, it'd be fun. You'd hear the kids trying to say the words, like, out in the club. But um, I think that was so fun because it allowed me to be creative. And it was something that um, the kids, a lot of the kids hadn't been exposed to before. And um, even talking to kids later on, they're like, I took Spanish in high school because of our class. And so that was something that was a lot of fun for me. You know, the point is, is we want kids to have fun. But you know what? It, it's also important for the staff to have fun as well. So you, you hit on that. I know that both of you both had fun in your uh, your teaching of the programs, too, as well. The Spanish program. Yeah, I remember that, too. You, you doing that. And uh, great to hear that kids uh, were inspired to take a little Spanish in high school as well. Hopefully that they were able to maybe then uh, wanting to teach more about Spanish to young people too. So, so when we talk about programs, we talk about special events, we talk about a lot of different cool things. And uh, Jade, I want to bring up something really cool. I, I, I'm not sure if Michelle came with us, but Michelle, uh, Jade, do you remember as a staff going paintballing? Yes. Yes, I do. That was still to this day one of the most fun things I've ever done, with or without the pain. And I think I remember. <laughs> with or with what? what? Without the pain. Oh, I remember. <laughs> so yeah, there was a good group of us uh, going. <laughs> I, I remember uh, many times, um, I think there was this, the D-Day Hill, they call it the D-Day Hill on this paintball course. And I remember, no, not not just that. I remember somebody, um, I, I think you were one-on-one -on -one against somebody at one time. I remember somebody just- Yep, this guy. Yeah, I, it was the yes, random guy right. that worked there. And he, point, he shot me point blank in the leg, like from that's two what it feet was. away. He did, that was brutal. That's right, it was a- that's right. There was this one guy. I think like he was all like, all trying to be shirtless. macho. He was shirtless. Oh my god! 
and he was just running back and forth like a duck saying shoot me and then he came up to me and was like during the game and he was like get on the ground and i was like no and he was like what and i was like no you're right here i i surrender and he shot me yeah that was weird i yeah I, I, I remember that. Uh, that was a good time. Yeah, we had a good time. We, we, uh, I, I don't, I'm not sure. Michelle, do you, I don't think you went with, did you? That, I was not there, but that sounds like it would be fun. It was I fun. I wish I could have seen Jade get shot. <laughs> I still have the pictures from it. There was one, I'm not going to name I the staff member, but, uh, he, um, we, we, uh, we were out together as a staff beforehand because as staff members, you need to have fun, right? As adults, you need to have a good time. And I remember, um, he had a, too few many waters and he passed out that day on the course and we were playing a game and he passed out i'm like and that was and then of course he was an easy target but i felt bad everybody felt bad trying to shoot him because he was already passed out but what i'm saying is this is family friendly i know that but at the same time uh it was still a good memory nobody was hurt we all had a good time and that is the whole point of it <laughs> um we went twice. Yes, we didn't did. We? we did. We did. Yes. Okay, that's what I thought because the second time I wore sandals and I got shot in the foot. <laughs> oh gosh, nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I got really brave the second time. Well, you know, I've had staff. I have. I, I, you know, after I went to another club and, and God bless them all, but uh, I tried to do staff outings with the paintballing and nobody was interested. We had a group. I mean, there were great staff, but that group of staff was just not a big wanting to get paintballed. Uh, they had no interest in getting bruised and all that good stuff. And I was like, come on. I had this great group at Lincoln wanting to go paintballing. Yeah, it was probably me that convinced everybody. Uh, probably. No, probably. That's, that's good. <laughs> no, it might have been. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so when we talk about a few a few more questions, we have about, uh, you know, 15 more minutes or so. But I just I just want to ask you about, uh, you know, some of the greatest memories are those those big events that you held at the Boys and Girls Club. And we talk about various, you know, we have the Christmas parties and we have um, maybe hiding Easter eggs for Easter, but we always, the, the, the Lincoln Park Club always had the Halloween, haunted Halloween um, uh, event. And, and, and again, if there's any memories, what kind of memories do you girls remember about the haunted hallway? Jade, what about you? Oh my God, that was like my favorite thing every year. Everybody knew that I loved to just dress up and go all out. There was one year that I dressed up as Freddy Krueger and I think it was Emily, let me wear her contacts. And we always did, you know, the first 30 minutes is for the, the littler kids with all the lights on, nothing was very scary. And I had been asked to leave even for the little kids part with the lights on because that was the scariest I had ever been. And I like still look back fondly on that moment. I have still never had a great Halloween costume like that one year. But it was just, it's always, for me, my favorite part is being able to do the work stuff outside of work. So pretty much any outside of day-to-day -day routine was, like, my favorite event, <laughs> as cheesy as it sounds. But I loved doing these kind of, like, on-the-spot things that were, you know what I mean, where you kind of had to plan for it, dress up, have fun with it. And so I always just went all out for those. And, and that's important. I think that's that's great because you showcase that to the kids that you as an adult, as a staff member can have fun. And I think a lot of times, some of these kids might think, oh yeah, you're staff members, you can't have fun. Well, for those events, you prove them wrong and, that, and, that's, and that's, that's cool. So Michelle, do you remember the, the, being a part of the haunted hallway at Lincoln? I do remember that. And I was just scrolling through my phone. I was trying to find a picture because I have like a very vivid memory of this picture with like all the staff dressed up. 
Um, that was the year that I wore the brick house costume. <laughs> um, I don't oh, nice. know if you were there yet, but I just remember, I think Alicia was like a penguin, someone like, we just had so many great um, costumes. So I'm trying to find that picture, but that's the biggest thing I remember is just all of us getting dressed up. Um, and having a fun time. Find that and send it to us, Michelle. Um, I think I, 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 I do remember, so, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if I was there, but I remember like my first year of being at Lincoln, I remember just this 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 whole, when they were playing the haunted hallway, it was a big deal. I mean, it was like, oh, what's this Halloween thing all about? No, it was a big deal. And it was an investment and it was, it was a big deal for the community. And that was the great part about having such a staple of a boys and girls club in, in, in that neighborhood is because people really knew it and, and, and neighbors that were now adults came to that club specifically and they remember their memories at the Boys and Girls Club uh, as well. So a few more questions here, uh, girls, but but one of the things that I also want to talk to you about is, is um, and I have all these notes and there's some of these things that I just remember, but um, what was one of the things that 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 most surprised you or that you discovered about working at the Boys and Girls Club? And again, it can be positive, maybe negative, maybe something that changed you, but was there something that, you know, that you were a club kid? Now you have a different perspective. You were both club kids, you, you grew up in this club, but then you became a club m staff member. And was there something that just surprised you? I don't know, maybe it was that snack was served differently. I, I don't know, it was something different like that that just surprised you about working at the Boys and Girls Club. Um. I think this maybe fits your question. I was just thinking about, um, I realized how hard it is to kind of separate, you know, I'm at work and now I'm going home. Like I'm just always thinking about the kids or especially, you know, those kids that you really connect with and that, you know, they might have other things going on. It's like, you don't just leave and then come back the next day. You're kind of like always thinking about them or, um, and not saying you want to leave work at work, but it's just, you could never, I could never really do that. And so that was kind of a different perspective, right? Because as, as a kid, you know, I'm just there, then I go home, come back, stuff like that. But it's really, it's really deeper than that. And those kind of connections that you form and you just kind of see things from a different perspective. And so I think um, that's what kind of changed for me when I was a staff, just, I was always thinking about the kids and thinking about, you know, what could I do better for them? And um, so that's what I would say. Yeah, you, you get that perspective in, in, in a different perspective, you know, honestly. And that's a good point because I remember once somebody telling me when I when I first started working there, they just said, make sure you don't bring all your club problems home with you. But when you're invested in that type of work, it is nearly impossible, right, to just leave work, right? And so I, I think that you understand, you think about things, you, you know, you get these calls sometimes, you know, being outside of the club and going home and something happened. And, and again, you communicate and it's, it's really hard to, to leave that. So I totally understand because that there's that investment. What about you, Jade? Is there something that really surprised you about working at the boys and girls club? It is. Yeah. As I was, you know, kind of a, not a troubled kid, but a troublemaker to say the least, I was not always one to follow the rules and being a kid there and seeing, you know, how the staff had to kind of deal with me was a big eye opener when I became a staff and then was the person that had to kind of reach out to the kids that were having a hard time. And so that was definitely a big eye opener. And I had to kind of look at things in a, a bird's eye view. Like you just kind of have to see all of the things happening instead of just assuming it's one thing happening. And so I still use that to this day as well, as far as like trying to figure out 
you know, what is going on. And these, he said, she said situations are always for me the hardest. And that was also something that I took away from the club as far as like when there was a disagreement about something, how do you determine, you know, who's in the wrong or what the real story is. I still have trouble dealing with that to this day, but I feel like being able to talk through those situations and see everything from a bird's eye point of view really helped and definitely was an eye opener. Yeah, that's a, that's a great perspective and, and, and an interesting way to uh, approach that question because, right, you're a club kid, you have you don't really have those types of feelings. You just go there, as, as Michelle said, you go in, you go out, um, you have a good time and such, and, and, and you learn things. But then, yeah, uh, those are the types of, types of things that I think that when you start working at the club, you know, when you first get there to when you leave, right, those are the moments that you really start to, to learn that or you think about that. And especially when you said you reflect on that even even years after the Boys and Girls Club. So I have two more questions. And the first question of those two are, you know, what was the moment? Of course, we all have, we, we, we know it's it's very common. It's a very thematic way to look at it. We, we all three of us have. Um, great feelings and positive moments about the Boys and Girls Club. And it's such a, an important part of our life. Uh, what was the moment that that you uh, knew you had to leave? Uh, what did you feel? What was that point that you had to make that decision? Now, I'm not saying you, you know, maybe pondering this for years, but again, what was that feeling of knowing that uh, your, your time at that specific club, at this specific club that you had a lot of time with that needed to be... Uh, you needed to end that journey. Michelle? This is sad. <laughs> um, I honestly, Lincoln, I know I've been part, part of lots of different clubs, but Lincoln was my home. Um, it's where I started at age six and then where I worked. Um, and honestly, I just had to leave because I was decided to go away to college. It's when I was moving down to Minneapolis for school. And so I had a long time to know <laughs> that it was coming, but it was really sad, but I do remember um, on my last day there, we had all the kids in the gym, all the staff. They had made this like huge banner for me that said, we will miss you, Hobbs. And um, I actually hung up that banner like in my dorm room <laughs> at school. So I think that was just, it kind of felt like the end of an era, honestly, because I had been like 10 years of my life had been, had been spent at the Boys and Girls Club and then kind of leaving on to that next chapter was um, a big moment for me that was really emotional, but I was able to take those memories on. But that was kind of my big moment. Yeah, it is kind of sad when, when that when that time comes, you know what I mean? And it's great that you can reflect on those memories and, and hang banners in your dorm room or in your room or your office, whatever that may be. That's that's really important. And, and again, you know, there was a moment where, you know, my mother always would tell me, you know, the day that you are, are not really passionate about going to your work or passionate about this specific do job, that's, a, that's the day you should leave. And there was one day I just went to work and I just, and again, it wasn't just one day, it was, was leading up. I just, I just didn't have the, the energy anymore. I just, I love the club that I will always love the Boys and Girls Club, but I just, I just didn't have that passion, that heart to, to do the work anymore itself. Um, and, and I just said, you know what, I, I I'm going to be done. So, uh, and it sounds bad, but, but it was the point where I, I didn't want to discredit, uh, really what the mission of the boys and girls club was all about. So Jade, what about you? What was that moment that, that you really, uh, needed to say, I, it's time to move on. Mine what for me was kind of more on a whim. I was in not a very great relationship and I just had the opportunity with a family member in Georgia for an unextended visit. And I kind of jumped on that. So when I, when I did leave the club, I was a little bit in denial. 
I really thought I'd be either going back at a small amount of time, and I did apply at the Athens, Georgia Boys and Girls Club a couple of times when I moved after I realized I'd be staying in Georgia for a while. So I feel like it was a little bit harder for me to like come to terms with the fact that I wasn't making it back to like my favorite place. And the Lincoln site was my home away from home. It was the club I went to as a kid. And then again, as a staff and the first couple of years that I had moved away, I had gone back to visit and I did go back into that Lincoln Center and try to say hi and, you know, kids move on, they grow up. And after a while, there wasn't a lot of kids there that remember me. And that's still for me, the hardest part is like, I don't know. I feel like I didn't, I put in my two weeks, but it, I didn't want to leave, but it was an opportunity. It was something I had to do for myself. Otherwise I wasn't going to get better. So it needed to be done, but it wasn't a planned thing essentially for me. And so I still think back, like, I really wish I would have taken just a little bit more time there when I had it, you know? Yeah, I, I totally respect that. I, I see what you're saying. I'm getting sad. No, I know. <laughs> I know you reflect back at that because that's where your heart is. And I just, I just love um, not love hearing that you're sad, but I love that you can reflect on those moments and really, um, just cherish that. And and I know that there are times when, uh, like I said before, we can, we'd love to go back. But that leads me to my last question for today's podcast is if you had the opportunity to go back one more day um, and you go back on that day where you go back with the, the club kids that you had the most uh, uh, bonding with, the best relationships with, the, the biggest impacts with, uh, you go back. Your age now, today, but they are the same age um, at that time. What would you do knowing what you did in the past, knowing what you knew, but you go back today, what would you do and, 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 um, and why Michelle, what about you? Oh, that's tricky. I think it's funny. I've been looking through some pictures to jog some memories too. Um, so I think I had the best relationship with one of my groups of smart girls. Um, so I'm looking at a picture, I remember it was like Emily, Sienna, Jordan, um, a lot of kids, but I think I would go back to them or go back with them and um, just, you know, knowing, like you said, knowing things that I know now and kind of knowing just what's going to happen in the world, just kind of giving, um, I don't know, I would just spend more time with them. Um, we had a lot of fun. So I would say just having those conversations, having those fun moments, and they were such a great group of kids. Um, you know, before they were just like so innocent at the time, they're like eight or nine years old. So I would love to go back with that group. I don't know if that super answers your question, but I just think of that group. No, it answers wholeheartedly. Uh, absolutely all the way. And I, I just see those pictures now, Jade, <laughs> or uh, Michelle, I mean, and, and there, there's a, it just, it's, there's so much uh, love there. There's so much uh, positivity and, and smiles. And I know um, it's even funny. I remember those, those uh, colorful wooden chairs that Tim Stradioti made, and I'm doing a name drop. Hopefully, that's okay. Um, and those are still there. Those are definitely still at the club. Those have been there for it seems like generations. And but, anyways, that's beside the point. But Michelle, that's awesome that you would do that, and that's uh, where your your heart is. So, Jade, what about you? What would you do? Okay, first, are you talking about those really tall chairs that used to be the line for um, bumper pool? Yes. <laughs> Painted chairs. Oh, <laughs> so many memories. There's so many memories, oh, and they're so lasting. I, I didn't even think of bumper pool or carpet ball until just now, and I don't think I can go on anymore. 
I think I would go back to just like one of my most fun moments and I have to bring up getting duct tape to the wall again. Picking like, I don't know, for me, I was, you know, a the front desk, the staff for a really long time and I, I got to meet every single kid that walked through that door for a full year, you know? And so like, I really feel like I made a connection with like all, a lot of the kids because it wasn't just certain programs that I ran with the same, you know, faces over and over. I got to see every single kid that walked through that door, whether it was their first day or their hundredth day. And I think I would just like to go back to like one normal day where it was like, I kind of got to do a program and then got duct taped to the wall. And then we had snack, you know what I mean? Just like a normal day with all of the kids doing what they love to do is what I really would like to go back to. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so one perspective is going to those specific programs, but then it's just going into uh, a, a day where you just go in. It's just a regular day. Uh, you know, Jade pressing pound star five on the phone and making an announcement um, and, and, and getting the kids to do uh, double Dutch. Uh, you know, and those are the fun moments. I remember just in the summer when the playground was open and just walking around and, and seeing how, you know, everybody was having a good time. Water balloons. We go on the roof and throw water balloons at, at people at the Lincoln site. I remember Jade. Uh, with the snake um, walking around with ISIS, uh, which a lot of people, Matt, Matt, remember Matt, used to be terrified of that snake. I still bring that conversation up to him, Jade. Oh, I'm glad you still talk to Matt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm good friends with Matt, and uh, he's a good guy. Um, he's a firefighter, so saving lives, Matt. <laughs> um, well, girls, that that is, we could probably go on for four more hours, uh, but um, that would definitely... Uh, get us to be late for our commitments for the day. But um, I want to thank you both for, for being a part of this uh, podcast. This, this, this kind of this first one where we're interviewing former staff members, former club kids about uh, the beauty of, of their experiences, the beauty of their impacts. And, and I want to thank you and, and thank you again for, for being here. Any final words? ladies yes i want to thank you dustin i didn't bring you up when we were talking about impactful staff because i didn't want to seem ingenuine since you were the one that did this podcast but i think back on as as you as my program um what what development staff my my higher up often and i just <laughs> excuse me while i have a stroke i just want to say thank you though like from the bottom of my heart I know that I was probably kind of a difficult staff when we worked together, but you really taught me a whole lot. I think back on a lot of the things that we went through, like as staff members together and thank you for thinking of me. I feel really like special about this and you really were one of the best staff that I ever had the pleasure of working with. And I know that a lot of kids still talk about you. I still talk about you. And so like, thank you for being who you are and just always, always, always being positive, like always having the better outlook on everything that comes across your plate. You can always see the better side of it. And I really appreciate that. And you've really taught me a lot. Well, that means me. Uh, thank you so much, Jade. I, that means a lot to me. That's uh, that's those are the moments that I, I obviously cherish and put in my heart, uh, and and those are the moments that I do reflect on when we were when we were when I was going through ideas about doing this. I said, what better way of two energized people, and specific in, in what you were saying, Jade? Uh, you were obviously a, a blast to have. So positive, such energy, and 
and never gave me uh, a headache. And I remember we've had many good conversations as uh, supervisors and, uh, and and staff members. So I, I thank you for that. So never think that you were paying the bus. I, <laughs> I just have to lead off with Dustin. <laughs> Did you hear me? <laughs> I re- <laughs> good memories. <laughs> um, you know, the last time you said that, I, I could not... I could not remember why you were saying that, <laughs> but then I then I thought even more. So <laughs> that's my I, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> only for you though. It I, only works on right. you. Nobody that's, else cares. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Michelle, any any parting words, Michelle? Um, I would agree with what Jade said, and I would just say thank you for letting us remember like come up with all these memories i know there's so many when i was looking through my pictures so many things we didn't even talk about but i think kind of what to my parting words is just that the experiences and opportunities that i've had at the boys and girls club honestly i would not have had without that organization and i honestly think it's why um i am where i am now and i'm just so grateful for everything um I feel like I would talk on and on and on forever about the Boys and Girls Club to anybody who would listen, honestly. So I just um, am so grateful for the club and so glad that we can still connect and talk about it. So thank you for letting us um, share our memories. Absolutely. And thank you, girls. And I very much appreciate it. And hopefully uh, you'll be on again. We'll, we'll definitely think of a new topic that we can have you on. Whether it be club related or not, I know that you would be able to offer some great input, great insight to that. So. For now, everybody that's listening, thank you again, and stay tuned for more on the next podcast.